Hi everyone, may peace be on you all and welcome to a very special year-end roundup episode of I'm a Muslim and that's okay. Oh gosh, that was a that was a mouthful. <laughs> but I have with me a very special friend of mine that is I mean, I can't even call her a guest. Uh she is I've known her for a long time and I'll call her my sister from another mister. Um, she is, she's been my sure. friend for a long time now, and I'm pretty sure I owe her about a bajillion dollars in therapy as well. So before I go on <laughs> and on, uh, let me introduce you guys to Amy. How are you doing, Amy? I'm good. It's so nice to be on a podcast. It's exciting <laughs> for me. And the little intro made me so like warm and fuzzy. Thank you. Aww. But it's true, Amy. I mean, like... Jeez Louise, we've known each other for a it while is. now. And you know, our favorite, uh, you know, task or I guess conversation point when we're not like, when I'm not whining to you is that we love <laughs> or, our- Or me to you. <laughs> oh, come on now. There's not enough whining from your side. There's a lot of whining from my side. But you know, you, our mm. favorite thing to do is to discuss what a dumpster fire this world is. And you know that, Amy. You know that. We do. Yes. You're one of the few people that lets me go on. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's (laughs) it's true, Amy. This world is currently a dumpster fire. And I know most of the people listening are probably like, why are we doing a year roundup of the worst year that we witnessed in a very, very long time? But here's the thing. And uh, the thing is, I believe strongly that, yes, it was a bad year. But... If we can't learn from it, then we're going to have a lot more bad years. So, Amy, I I mean... We have got to learn from this or it's going to be... Yeah, I can't repeat this. I feel like everybody's just feeling like, (laughs) when does it end? But yeah, it's definitely time for some some introspection. Yes. And I think a lot of things have come to the surface this year. Like, Mm -hmm. um, just the dumpster fire that it is has just exposed... Mm-hmm. So many things that we have not dealt with or wanted to deal with or where we had to deal with as a, a, a collective, mm-hmm. you know, as a country. So, yeah. <sighs> Before I get into that, Amy, tell us, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and more importantly, where you are right now. Um, so I am a New Yorker, born and mm-hmm. raised. I am a woman of over 35 years of age. Oh, come on. Um, and I've had a, <laughs> I've had a, an interesting life and I spent a lot of it just um, not knowing who I was or what I wanted or which way was up. Um, and I think I started doing my real work, like therapy and just introspection and reflecting <sighs> maybe like 12-ish years ago. And then I had some some babies, and right now I am in nursing school yes. in New York, in the city, and I'm almost done. Yes, which I'm so excited about. And, so amazing. Um, yeah, it's a, it's really exciting. It's like one of those better late than never things. It's like a second second chance, quote unquote, so to speak. Yeah. Um, I'm doing things now that a lot of people I think did earlier but I do it with so much appreciation because mm-hmm. I just uh, have have lived the other side I guess so it's really it's a pretty good life 
aside, dumpster fire aside. <laughs> dumpster fire aside. But here's the thing. And the reason I was sort of highlighting where you're from, Amy, and it's not to, not because that's more important than you. That's not, that's not the case, Amy. You know, I love you. But um, right. this year has hit New York really hard. And um, oh, yeah. I think what most people, especially those who are who did not who are not living in New York, they they saw the news, but they didn't learn from it. Um, and I'm gonna like right. rewind to the beginning of the year, okay? And I think mm-hmm. I'm guilty of that as well. I mean, because up until the middle of March, spring break, I was traveling, and. When I should not have been, but I think most of us didn't understand how serious the pandemic was. And, you know, you can uh, blame all the powers to be, but I think on an individual level, we were careless at that time. So, but you you have to tell me, Amy, when did the pandemic start for for New York, for a New Yorker like you? Um, So... Around the, the the same, it was we were hearing February and early March, mm-hmm. and even I, in nursing school, knowing the things I know around smart people, people with medical training mm-hmm. and expertise, we all were careless. We all were like, "This will pass. This will be like a flu. We will get this under control, mm-hmm. and that will be that." Um, and then towards the middle to end of March it was like on a dime it changed so fast right and and it became very apparent that this was not going to be a normal thing (laughs) Um, you'd hear um, friends that are working in hospitals Sarah had one patient and then the next week there was no beds left in ICUs (laughs) two weeks later there was refrigerated trucks outside of hospitals for the people passing away yeah, so it was, it was a, a crazy time, and it became so real so fast, and you could just see the streets of New York were empty and tense, right? And people were really scared. That, um, um, I mean, I think uh, again, unfortunately, I've never been to New York, um, and you know, I know a lot of people probably have traveled to New York, but not everybody give everybody who's never been to New York an idea of before and after, Amy. Because I oh, think man. once, <laughs> once uh, I mean, when, when you don't have that, you can't really get an idea of the, the scale of the problem that existed. Right. So in New York, it, I, I, it's so cliche. They say it's the city that never sleeps, but it, it really is. Um, when I go up to my block, there are always people outside you will always come in contact with people at any given time of the day. If you Mm -hmm. want to run to the store at 12 o'clock at night, there are 10 different stores to choose from within a walking block. People like, and especially in the early spring, like the first warm day or two, people Mm -hmm. take out their chairs, people are playing dominoes, people are flying kites, people are walking around and people are outside. And it's, especially those first few weeks of spring, people are really, really outside. Right. Um, and then you have places like Times Square that are just, um, you can't walk without bumping into people. It's so, so full. Right. And w- within a couple of weeks time, it was, it was like a zombie movie. Like you could look down the street and see no lights on in stores and no people walking around. And it was eerie and scary and just so different. Right. So different from how it normally is. 
know, it really it devastated New York. It really it really did. Right. I mean, and, and these are there's, these are all just the physical symptoms of what the pandemic brought. I mean, what I had, uh, you know, read in the news or even watched footage of, you know, hospitals being so full, they didn't have any space. And yeah. I mean, I, I, I hate to even say it, but so many people had died that they had no place to to really yeah. bury them. They brought I mean, out the trucks. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. These are the yeah. things that I, you know, you see in like these weird sci-fi apocalyptic right. movies. Right. You would never even imagine something like this. Never. For New York. No. No. It was something I never pictured. I had never been able to not get a delivery of my groceries. And, and what a privilege that is. And what a first world right. problem. Right. But at the same time, it was just so stark of a difference right. and so so fast right right and people were dying you know like hundreds mm-hmm. and hundreds a day and it was really scary and then seeing the work that went in and um our our governor i think really did a, an amazing job and people mm-hmm. wore their masks and people distanced and they shut things all the way down for a minute right. Right. Um, and we had our numbers at like below 1% positivity for months. Right. And as the rest of the country did not do those things, <laughs> do those things. Yeah, we don't true. live in a vacuum. Yes. You know, we do not exist in a vacuum. So, and it's, it's, um, it's maddening. It's mm-hmm. maddening to see, um, a group with, um, a city that's so population dense be right. able to do this thing and people of all different socioeconomic backgrounds people of right. all different cultural backgrounds people right. of all different everything be able to just do this and then watching a lot of other parts of the country just not and now it's coming <laughs> back to us you know yeah, I... so it, it stings it stings it, it does and that's that's thing and that's the other thing i wanted to ask you i mean how do you think it's affected the new yorker how do you think the pandemic has affected the new yorker because i'm sure it has there i mean there has to be you don't want it to be that way but there is trauma associated with this oh for sure for sure um people generally are still wearing masks mm-hmm. people will generally if you're not wearing a mask give you the the look of the evil look Um, or if you cough in public, everybody's gonna look at you like you're very suspect. Yes. Um, but that's how serious it was. I yes. mean, like I said, people, when you see refrigerated trucks outside your, oh you know, gosh. the hospital on your block, it's, oh it, it just, it changes people. It just mm-hmm. does. Right. Um, and we are not back to even how we were. And there are a lot of people that are tired of it right. <laughs> and they are wanting to be done. Right. They want to go back to their lives. Right. Um, so there's that feeling in the air, right. but there's also like this. Uh, there's also just this other feeling of like it, it, it took something, like you said. Right. So it, it's it's an interesting time in New York. You can feel it. You can feel it when you walk around and when you see people. It's different than it was a year ago. Most definitely. So, I, I mean, it's it's like the very heart of that city has changed because of it. For sure. For sure, yeah. Time last year, we had no idea. <laughs> yes, that's true. We had no, I mean, none of us have 
I think it had started coming in the news at that time, you know, end of 2019. Something's coming and out. And it was in other places. It was that wouldn't have sort of here. Yes. yes. It wouldn't happen here. That's or right. we'd have one or two here and it wouldn't right. be like it is. We had forgotten, humanity had forgotten what a pandemic was. Yeah, we had the Spanish flu that yeah. was there in the beginning of the 20th century. But, I mean, I don't think we have many people who had lived through that era. So, you know, you don't have anybody to transmit that kind of information. No reference, yeah. Goes, no, this is serious. You all need to go in now. Yeah, we need to like, yeah, yeah. And, you know, of course, the the politics of it, how, how yes. it's turned to a thing that's... Oh, my God, um, Amy. Debatable, I, you know? Like, and, and, it, it's debatable whether it's a thing. So that's another topic. Another But thing. New York in general, um, whether people want to or not, maybe they have different political beliefs, but people generally are wearing their masks. Right, and right. S- staying away from each other <laughs> and distancing and really i think just wanting it to be done and here i'm going to ask you the question amy and this is not going to be a popular question but okay. the entire us could see new york i mean they could see new york right but they didn't follow suit tell right. me what's your opinion on that why i yeah, mean it so doesn't, like it doesn't I, make any sense <laughs> really it doesn't yeah but, you know. like i like i said it's it's maddening Because mm-hmm. as much as as much as nobody likes the lock, I don't right. like being yeah. in quarantine or lockdown or whatever you want to call it. I want yeah. to see my mother and my family and um, you know friends and people that I don't live in the same house with. I would love to be out more, doing more activities. Right. Um, but I think if we were under the impression, and, and it had gotten just so stark here. I mean, like I said, the amount of of deaths and the amount of um, spread was just so, so tangible and you could just feel it that I think right. people really took it seriously. Right. So then to watch other places not, mm-hmm. um, I think I always knew like this is gonna come back to us. <laughs> But right. I think a lot of people in New York did not. I think a lot of right. people felt right. like we are done. Right. We are coming back and right. that will be that. Right. Um, It's, I have to tell you, it's it's infuriating. It's infuriating. And I it must feel for you guys in Texas. I mean, these are places that are not population dead. Oh, come on. And you uh, are Amy, having the numbers uh, of deaths uh, that we hold did. On, hold up, Amy. Okay. I'm, you know I'm in the heart of <laughs> I'm, Texas. I'm getting ahead. Okay. I know. <laughs> I, nobody. I mean, I, it's, I hate to even say it this way, but literally nobody's doing jack here. Okay. And yeah, again, yeah, it's not it's gonna be unbelievable. saying this, but it's true. I live in Dallas, okay? It's a big city. And it's just that, yeah, it's a, a, a lockdown is tiring. Yes, there's a lot of economic in- impact to it, but we didn't even do it right the first time. Okay, there was a lockdown. We like people walking around with half masks on. I mean, like, they're, they're the least bothered, you know? It's just like they're hanging on their chins and ju- junk like that, even when we were on lockdown. We're not on lockdown anymore. So, I mean, it was... It, yeah, it was, and that's what I wonder when I see that. I wonder if maybe it just has not been stark enough there mm-hmm. for people to see what we saw in New York. But, I mean, by the numbers, it looks to me like <laughs> it we've is. Got a, we've got a lot of infected But cases. But there's some kind it's, of... I don't yeah, know, man. Yeah, yeah. 
some there, kind of cognitive dissonance or there is or something there's, I don't know. there's definitely something there amy that um it makes very little sense to me okay um and here's the thing and i mean i can't even like relegate all the blame to one population or the other i see it across a lot of a lot of populations the same, same sort of mindset Agreed. you know even amongst all uh-huh. the muslims that they're like oh but it's it's like the flu or or no it's not real i mean just a few days ago somebody had like forwarded me some like really weird um thing that if you uh like consume chlorine dioxide that you would right. not have a, 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 not get covid-19 or you'd be cured of it instantly and i was like oh my god and well and was, the same you see in nursing school oh like god. i said i'm among students that study all day and night and are the, some of the most intelligent people i've met and share in the group chat about the pandemic Oh my it, god. Oh, I I almost forgot that else. term, man. Yes, that yeah. was there in 2020. Oh my god. Hopefully that's over now because that was in the very that's beginning. So, so hopefully okay. that person has some more perspective now, but I mean even yeah. just professors, other people with like I said, the the knowledge, the the education, the training to know better and Right. Uh, something is <laughs> not getting through i guess i don't know and i think we're just we were just like i said we were not mentally prepared for a pandemic it just caught us off guard and agree yeah that yeah. thing it brought out uh, uh, the, the real side to people you know i think it's not even about again not about ethnicity not about what race you're from your educational background. no it's across the board yeah it's across, it's across the, board, the board and it bring it brought out a certain degree of madness in people i see i honest to god believe that because a of how they reacted to it you know all the conspiracy theories that came out with it and all the conspiracy theories that are still there not not just about the pandemic now not about now about the covid-19 vaccine and all sorts of jazz it's and then you had you know people sort of latching on to things like i don't know if you saw it on netflix the the tiger king uh and that i mean yeah. i went through a tiger cane moment i did <laughs> i did early I swear early I've in seen, quarantine I i've seen it as well you know and the thing is it, it it's a yeah it's a very interesting look into a certain um i guess segment of society a sort certain life lifestyle i get that you know and you know <laughs> not everybody lives and breeds the same way i get it but uh i mean how people latched on to the madness of it is what sort of got me really scared yeah but again i think it's people thought it would be over right. people thought that this wouldn't be us right um and it was like a cute way to pass the time but i here we are a year later and mm-hmm. in the same position so right some perspective shows it, it it's interesting it is <laughs> it most definitely is but tell me amy i know all of this is is pretty depressing enough in, in enough itself you know with 2020 we saw a the pandemic but b of how it sort of flipped everything on its head everything from how businesses functioned to how we school our kids right now so 
what was the thing that uh, and I know what your answer is but you got to tell me I mean that affected you the most <laughs> with all of with what the pandemic brought into brought to us right well i mean it's everything right but it's i mean right. the kids right um, raising kids right now is <laughs> it is it's a crazy thing mhm i mean it always was but this right. is uh next level <laughs> um and my kids had this you know they had um a routine and a little life that was i think mostly enjoyable for them right. with um relatives and mm-hmm. grandparents and uh titis and tios and aunts and uncles and school right. and um right now it's it's we're home to, and i had my classes and my thing right. um and my husband is we've been really lucky that he's so been able to work um right. but yeah it's um it's really hard it's all changed and i i, I imagine especially for them the how sudden it was had right. to just feel i mean completely knocked them off their access it, it had to it had to it had to so <laughs> like we've got full grown adults not not functioning properly Amy, right. i don't right. blame these kids <laughs> <laughs> no and i and i get it and it's it's almost like every day we're like one thing away from a meltdown mm. like one one time that the zoom uh oh, meeting yeah. doesn't Ooh. click right on or one uh, piece of homework that isn't exactly how you and it's it's there's a lot of feelings there's a lot of <laughs> and, um, feelings i i i know that a lot of feelings so many so. meltdowns that have, have have happened and here's the thing that's their kids okay um vir- virtual schooling was never in the agenda my kids don't even like going to school i mean i'll be honest with you right. they don't like right. okay they tolerate it and fine right. you know but yeah like Mine given the too. choice yeah. they would and like abandon it in a second in a hot second they'd abandon it okay and absolutely then they're at home and they're expected to be in front of the computer screen with the with this entire setup that they don't like in the first place anyway and then they're, and they're not built for it they're, they're not, not built for it, for it. No, man. and then we trust the fact <laughs> that they have to do classwork and homework yeah. in this thing yeah. in this new technological thing that they're not used to And yeah, I mean, I'd have right. a meltdown. I did have meltdowns, Amy. I there was so much crying from me involved as well because I didn't Oh man. <laughs> you know, the crying is the crying is happening. <laughs> and and the other thing that my kids have been expressing that I is so real to me is they're like they're super disappointed in adults right now. Yes. Okay. They're like why? Why? Okay. Like people oh. could just wear masks and yes, this would be like and this is kind of what was quote unquote promise to them that we would mm-hmm. you know get through it and it's just an ongoing thing now you know when you're 6 or 7 a year of your life is yes <laughs> it's uh, a good chunk of your life it is um, i mean so it's, it's really it's a long time for kids a year is a long it, time it's it, not it's it really is yeah, and they've expressed this like just a fear disappointment and mm-hmm. just how the world is and adults are supposed to know and do these things and why are they not why are they <laughs> so, not man? and i don't have a great answer did you know i mean i swear like Sorry. i mean I, my my younger one he's like oh when i grow up i want to want to do this or i'm going to do do whatever i feel like i was like don't be in a hurry to grow up we have no idea what we're doing i mean 
we're yeah. I mean, it's, and again, we've discussed. Well, and I think before. some of that veil has been lifted a little early, oh, maybe yeah. in, in in these ones. Like oh, these yeah. adults have no idea what to do. Oh yeah. <laughs> to, to, usually yeah. that doesn't come until you're a little older, I guess. Yeah, I mean. So. It's, I guess, you know, it's a good thing that, you know, they shouldn't have too many expectations from us because, oh gosh. But uh, the thing is, Amy, I mean, yeah, all of this has been bad, but, and I'm not going to call this good because it came through very harsh circumstances, not even harsh, but awful circumstances. But 2020 did bring into the highlight the Black Lives Matter movement. Yes, there were after yeah. some very horrific murders. Very, I mean, there's there's no other word for it. Those incidences should have yeah. never happened, but they did. Yeah. But um, yeah. they brought people out onto the streets during the pandemic. And I think that that's what was amazing. I think it, 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 took, it, it took a pandemic for that to happen. Yeah, no, that's what I mean when I say this pandemic has really exposed. Mm. I mean, if you want to go into healthcare, right, and um, you know the racial divide that that right. is happening and has been happening, right, and just a whole bunch of different issues. But the beautiful thing, like you said, has been, I mean, th- what gives me so much hope is mm. this generation that's like eighteen-ish to twenty-one, twenty-three, maybe right now. Right, they are aware and mm-hmm. conscious and involved and maybe right. it was the pandemic maybe this was something that that helped stir that in them right. um the, you know they like our kids have been promised things would be taken care of by adults and people in power that were not yes um and they keep seeing um you know people that look like them being murdered right. <clears throat> by people that are supposed to take care of them right. and uh they're they're aware and they are they're organizing and it's just it's so it's a beautiful thing it's It's, fantastic it gives me so much hope it really does it's like the one really bright spot i think to me i mean the thing is it the whole entire world had to be brought to a halt to really so we could take a real close look at how um, the Paris that be, not just in the U.S., but the world over. The that, world, yeah. Yes, that there is there is something very wrong in how mm. the world is being run right now. And I think I, I that's the thing. Uh, if there's one thing that came out of this pandemic, that's that's it. That it was really exposed. It has yes. been laid. It has been laid very very bare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the inequity and the just, yeah, real lacking of um, any type of moral or, gosh, I don't even know the word for it. It's overwhelming, but it, lots of it's things been, that are, yeah, uh, that have been. It's been laid out there. Time. It really yes. has, yeah, corruption. Yeah, it, it's been really laid out. If, if people had not seen it before, um, this <laughs> people are. I think, you know, it can be right. a big motivator. Hunger right. and. <laughs> pandemic and, and lack of and security yeah. i mean uh, gosh yeah. <laughs> yeah it the thing is considering you know just what just even not even an entire year a couple of months where people could not go to work 
it really it brought so many people to the brink of collapse when it came to their economic situations and there was nobody there to back them up i mean the stimulus was was a joke Amy. it was you can't do jack and, and beyond just the right now beyond the stimulus i mean just the pure lack of any right um leadership guidance support um <laughs> anything right. from right. the people in power right like you said pretty much across the board has been mm-hmm. i mean a big part of that it's been a right. huge part the stimulus was not i mean most other um all the other like industrialized countries have um paid their citizens to stay home right, right. <laughs> and um here we have people that are have always worked work right. full time and right um a few paychecks and they are now um online for food banks exactly <laughs> it's unbelievable and we out corporations it's just insane it's insane it's and i think it's just become more clear to people this is how we've been but th- mm-hmm. it's become right. just so abundantly clear at this point right so. throughout the year we saw this happening and and it, and it unfolded slowly and it led up to the elections i think <laughs> um it, it was sort of the uh, sort of the reverse of what happened in 2016 <laughs> i i think there was right yeah there was uh, i mean at that time so there was much so much expectation that you know right. what what happened can't happen but uh, and then right. now with all with you know both sides especially those that were in support of uh, Donald Trump they were so charged up because of the pandemic they were convinced that he was going to come back again but but then because of what happened in 2020 with the pandemic and the with how the government was exposed for for its lack yeah. of care um yeah. that the tables were turned. Yeah. Um I think if perhaps they had passed another stimulus mm. or, or had done uh a, like a really good job of um some type of social sa- uh, um safety net. Right. Uh that would have been his re-election. <laughs> so <laughs> in Don't say that. Amy. <laughs> uh, you don't think so? You think if people I, No, no, I mean in, I I I completely agree with you unfortunately Amy, I but think, I mean like That's the thing. The, no, no, I know. That's the unfortunate part of it. Right. If, if he had cared how just do you a little more, right, I know. And I <laughs> at all, if he had cared at all, oh the God. bar was on, on the floor and right. we couldn't get over it. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it's but how do you root for that? Like how do you root for so many people to to go without so that yes. we can you know have it's so it's it's just an ugly situation all around it is um uh, and uh, you've listened to me rant about it way too many times but <laughs> it's um it's super upsetting it is to me. i take it really seriously it uh, i mean oh. the thing is um i think for me uh, being a minority you know uh, being a racial minority religious minority um i see it um re-election of president trump um not just as a as something that would affect me economically more so or the stability of my family it's just that the safety of my family was involved as well yeah um absolutely and it's 
I think uh, that's the thing. I, he was, I don't know if he, if I can say him, but his supporters definitely focused more upon treatment or I guess targeting racial minorities more than really caring for the everyday person. And uh, that sort of cost him his re-election. And I, I mean, it, it's just a, it's a, just a weird place to be in that, you know, that's what it took to keep him from coming from right. power. Not the fact that minorities were in trouble, you know, that sort of thing. Right. right. Yeah, but again, it's this thing about um, America being exposed for, Right. I mean, something that's been brewing and, and, and happening and right. ongoing. Right, right. Um, but it was kind of a thing that it was like, we don't talk about it. It's right. a thing you don't say. Yes, yes. And these people, I guess, for years have been feeling like they weren't allowed to say these things. Right. Um, and Trump really made them feel like what they were feeling was okay. Right, um, right. And what they were thinking and saying, they right. should be allowed to think and say. Right. Um, just... And for any of the, you know, people that are the quote-unquote other, right. um, you know, it's just not for you. And it's it's disgusting mm. <laughs> and it's horrible. Right. And uh, it just, like, hurts me to my core how many people uh, personally that were exposed to me as being... Um, okay with or indifferent right. to some right. of that stuff. Right. Um, and again, not just like white people, mm, people that's true. of color. Yes, um, yes. Especially in, in, you know, the Cuban community, um, especially like white Cubans. We, <laughs> it's a, it's a thing. And, um, it's really ugly. It's mm. really, really ugly. And again, that's my, my privilege, I guess, of not having to face that like so much because it's been so undercover right so it's like that's the thing seeing it up in close and personal is so ugly uh, the the fact is um racism is not just an american thing unfortunately um especially when it comes to racism against someone who is non-white um it's Mm -hmm. so prevalent even when in countries that are majority non-white I mean, right. it's just—it's just really weird, but it, it exists, and especially you know when it ca- comes to people who are African American or of African descent, even even in the uh, in the U.S., they do f- face some of the harshest acts of prejudice. There's no two ways about it. Even me, a racial minority, I exist in a place of privilege just because of that. And uh, but well, it's kind of baked into the cake of America, it, right? Like it's kind yeah, of it's it's kind awful. Of the it's thing. A, uh, that cake needs to be smashed now, Amy. I mean, it yeah. might have been dropped. At this, yes, <laughs> at this point. So, but um, it, it, and that it, might be okay, as yes, painful I'm, as it is, and as um, you know, and that, like you said, that's the uh, the good that may come of this year, as yes. dumpster fireish as it's been. <laughs> Yes, it's been a dumpster um, fire four years, Amy. Okay, this was just one of those like yeah. um, we were ripping off the band. This was a pretty. It was pretty climactic. It, it was. It, it, this was. <laughs> this is uh, when, in 2016, after the election, um, I went to my kids' school um, and took them to school that morning. And there's a lot of um, undocumented parents and kids mm-hmm. in our school. I live um, in a majority Hispanic neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, and we all cried together. And I, a lot of um, people 
were asking me, are they, are people really scared? Do they really think that, you know, that things, I think, because again, for so long, Republican, Democrat, whoever's in office, it's kind of, you know, ultimately the same. The same, right? To a lot of of people. Yeah, yeah. Um, And this was not, and and when we cried, this is the the year that I was picturing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like this type of, just um, mismanagement of some type of crisis, the cruelty, right. um, the fanning of the flames of people that um, are just selfish and yes. out for themselves and willing to cut off their nose to spite their face, willing to vote against their own interest and work against their own interest so long as that other person has less. Yes. <laughs> so oh, it's, oh um, yeah, it's a lot. And this, this is what I picture. This is, and for the first couple of years, it was deceptively, it was bad. And mm-hmm. the rhetoric was gross and all those things. But this right, has right. been, I mean, really, this has pushed it to a new, a new level of dumpster it, fire, I think. So. It, it's, a, it's a new low. I don't, mm. think, I don't think the U.S. had experienced anything like this in, in living history. I mean, in living memory. Not in my generation. Yeah, no, not, not since I've been alive, for sure. Uh, Probably not since my parents. When so. you had a, a, a racism that was so openly, I, if I said celebrated, it would not be a, the wrong word, or even encouraged. And then yeah. be the the sheer lack of care. Uh, I mean, yeah. really, uh, there have been presidents that have been thrown out for Astounding. less. Yes. <laughs> they have Astounding. been thrown out for less. It's Astounding, yeah. Yes. Well, um, and just the whole like um, reworking of reality, which uh-huh. I think is going to take us a minute to come back from. Yes. As much as things have always been, you know, there's been contention, there's been racism, there's been all those things. Right, right. There was like a certain like base level that I think most of us operated from. Right. This is true. This is fact. This is true. This is false. And right. and that was that. And. We are not in that <laughs> that place anymore, sure. unfortunately. There's so much um, just misinformation and craziness, and right. it's probably the most harmful stuff mm. that that's happening. And the fact that it that it's allowed <laughs> um, at the expense of a great majority of people is people. just that's true. Yeah, it's incredible to me, but. <sighs> But we've made it to the end of 2020, Amy. Dumpster fire. And we have a new president <laughs> we now. We made it to the end of the year. <laughs> we made it to the end of the year. <laughs> like, like, there was a, there Once was, again, the bar is so low. It's like, so all low. All he has to do is just not. <laughs> just, just, no. Just, I swear, Amy. Don't endorse white supremacists. That's it. Just, <laughs> I, it's, oh, wow. The thing is, and you know, a lot of people had this contention that he's not the ideal candidate. Yes, I mean, oh, I'll say this openly, uh, he's not. Course. But, but uh, I mean, it makes me crazy though. Oh, they're the same. They're both crooks. No, no. they are not the same. <laughs> they are not the same. They are not the same. Right. In normal times, in normal times, we can, you know, John McCain and, uh, I don't know. Bill Clinton might be more the same, right? But, not uh, these two. No, we. This is not the same. 
Right. And, right. and even with Hillary, that was everybody's um, contention with Hillary. Uh, she's a corporatist and she's right, um, right. she's dirty too. They're they're both crooks. So right. no, no. What <laughs> one is known and and this is he's from New York and New York does not support him. New York does not love him. He cannot right. come back here and walk around without security. Right. He is, he's not welcome. <laughs> Normally, candidates candidates always carry their home state. Mm. This is somebody that's been known in New York circles for a years as a grifter yeah. and and uh, and a horrible, horrible person who used to stand outside of taxi um, stands and get them riled up to get a free ride to Queens. Gosh. Um, so it's. They're not the same. <laughs> they are not the same. One is, uh, uh, you know, a, a chewed piece of gum, and the other one is something from the bottom of your shoe. So it's, <laughs> they're, neither one's nice, but one is definitely less, you know, one is yeah. less dangerous. Yes. You know, I'm trying to keep it PG. I'm, you know, I think you better one. I appreciate that, Amy. <laughs> I always try. I have a foul, foul mouth, and I always uh, try not to argue because I feel so guilty. No, no, but, man. I mean, the thing is, we're all using a lot of self-control, Amy. It's fine. It's, it's just been that kind of year, Amy. You know, before I end any of this, I want to ask you, what's your, I guess, one takeaway from 2020 and one, one hope for 2021? <sighs> Oh man, I guess, like I said, my one takeaway is I'll come back to it. This next generation, um, and hopefully our kids are, uh, they're different. And I think they are going to be the difference. Right. Um, and I really, I hope so. And just, uh, I take away a lot of um, resilience. Just making it through this year was enough and has to be enough. Uh, the house is a mess. Uh, the kids have more screen time than they should. Um, they're in pajamas for school, but we made it. We made it. <laughs> so I'm going to say that. We made it, Amy. Um, I, I yeah, mean, we are lucky. I don't care if I fed them goldfish half the time. They're alive. It, it, this year, yeah. This year, <laughs> goldfish is more it's than It's a food group. Enough. It is a food it, group. It, okay. I don't care absolutely. what anybody says. It's a food group. And we made it through with some of our sanity intact. I mean, it was a hard year, but uh, we got through it. We, and I hope all of us and everybody who's listening took away some good lessons from the year 2020, because if we don't, uh, I mean, we're not gonna be entering 2021 with a lot of change and things have to change for 2021. Um, there's no two ways about it. Um, You're right. If we That's want probably the main to, lesson of it all. Yes. Yeah. If we want this pandemic under control, please um, wear your mask when you go outside. Um, be social uh, distancing. Don't socialize if you don't have to. It. I know it's hard. Uh, we've just been through the holiday season. It's the new year. It's very tempting. And it's been a hard year. You want to have something to look forward to, but I've said this before and I'll say it again. If you're not careful now, um, you or someone you love might not make it to the next year. To ring in the new year, to ring in the new year in a better way than we rang in the last year, which all of us would love to forget. But I think, and you can attest to this, Amy, 
we have been changed by 2020 in more ways than we can imagine. Oh, for sure. So, and we will see it in years to come. And we have to, we have to get some change going. You're right. Yes. Yeah, I think that's the biggest takeaway. And it kind of brings us to where we started. I mean, that's what it's all about at this point, right? What it's all about at this point, Amy. I'm glad, I'm I'm so happy you joined me for this year, yearly roundup, Amy. I mean, <laughs> it's always wonderful to be able to converse with you, be able to, you know, just... <laughs> <laughs> and now everybody had to listen to me rant. This is what Shella gets on a, on a, on a daily basis for me. And so. we, we rant yeah. together, Amy. Now we've I, exposed others to it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but the rant is but, important, Amy. The rant is important. It is. So kindness, we, empathy, supporting yes. each other, more of that. It sounds yes. it sounds silly, but a lot of that is behind uh, a lack of caring is what's behind a lot. What's behind so all of that of what's going on. Yes. So thank you so sure. much, Amy, for, for being with me on this year in roundup. And for everybody's thank everybody you for that's me. listening. Oh, it was it was my pleasure and you know it. Thank you everyone for joining me for this special roundup episode. And for joining me for this entire year. My gosh, it's almost been a year since I started my podcast and you guys have been through it all for me. Um, For now, I'm going to be taking a little break. Not long, a couple of weeks. By the end of Jan, I'll be back with season three of I'm a Muslim and That's Okay. And I'll have a whole new host of episodes and interviews. And I hope you join me for that. But until then, you guys take care of yourself for 2021. Stay safe. Take whatever precautions you need to take. And may peace be on you all. Have a great new year. Thank you so much for tuning in to I'm a Muslim and That's Okay. And if you wish to follow my social media for more updates, you can follow me on Instagram, on Facebook, and on YouTube. All the links to those are in the show notes. And if you are on Apple or on Spotify or on Podchaser, please do give my podcast a five-star rating. It really does help get me, you know, in the public eye. And if you wish to donate to support the podcast, you can do so through the PayPal link in my show notes as well. Take care.